wonder if you're able to process a day that began with the current president casting doubt on the election and the president you served rousingly urging people to go out and vote in November. Oh, you're right, Christian. It started with a, a real low with, with President Trump. Uh, but right now we have this incredible high. I just listened to, uh, to former President Obama. You know, John Lewis uh, really was uh, the soul of our nation. He experienced us at our worst. He summoned us to our best. Uh, and it's an incredibly powerful legacy. And President Obama paid wonderful tribute to it today, but not as something uh, backward-looking, as something forward-looking to use, to be inspired by the life that John Lewis led uh, to march forward, to carry on. So I found that very inspiring. And <laughs> the low was certainly what uh, President Trump um, uh, tweeted this morning. But look, we know what's going on here. You know, back in... Back in April, Vice President Biden said it was only a matter of time until President Trump floated the idea of delaying the election, even though it's not in his power to do so. And at the time, the Trump campaign said that Vice President Biden was being irresponsible, launching a conspiracy theory. It turns out that Joe Biden knows their boss better than they do, because what President Trump is always trying to do is deflect and distract. And what he doesn't want us talking about today is another dramatic increase in unemployment claims and the worst ever quarterly drop in GDP in our country's history on his watch because he failed to act to get this COVID crisis under control. The Vice President Biden said today, what's happening to Americans is not an act of God. It's a failure of President Trump's leadership. Tony Blinken, do you, do you think that this suggestion, this tweet, which was actually accompanied by a load of question marks uh, earlier today, this floating of, of this idea of delaying um, the vote, is this something that the Biden administration, or rather the Biden campaign, can do about it? We've already seen senior Republicans not follow President Trump on this. They have not, as they often do, rushed to you know, confirm or affirm some of his tweets. Well, Christian, really, again, I think this is about the president trying to deflect and distract, to take our eye off of, for example, the service for John Lewis today uh, and the, 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 the starkest possible contrast between his leadership and that of the John Lewis or Barack Obama. And uh, as important to take our attention away from the terrible numbers that came out on the economy because of the COVID crisis and because of his failure of leadership. So that's what this is about. It is not within the president's power to de delay the election. And it was gratifying, of course, to hear um, senior Republicans make that clear. Okay, I'm going to the gas station. Okay. Do you need anything from the gas station? There was something I needed. I don't know what it was. Okay, well, do you have your phone? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to gas station. But I don't remember what I need, you know. Coffee! No, you're not having coffee. Oh, yeah, forget it. You didn't say coffee. No, no. Hey, what's something? What uh, is that? I don't know. Cigarettes? No. Oh! Oh! So I don't get in trouble. Daddy! Okay. Mommy. I remembered what it is. There's the. Oh no, we don't have any money in it. What? Forget it, can't get it. What do you need? The You're kids, driving me nuts. The kids had a fit, fit about push pops because I didn't get them the push pops. Please get them some push pops. Okay, I'm gonna get them some push pops. 
Like the dollar store? Yeah. Okay. They pitched a fit because they didn't have push pops. The two 17-year-old boys pitched a fit about push pops. Not the young girls. Do you realize I'm trying to leave? You're making this incredibly difficult. Uh, I'm not. Here you are. Are you recording me? Yes. I haven't even had coffee. I... I love you, bye. <clears throat> okay. Stay. USA Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio. And your host, your voice of reason during times of treason, Jeff Kaufman. 
morning, America! Yes! It is Sunday! 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 Good morning! How the hell are you? How's it going? How's everything going? Are you doing okay? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're uh, enjoying your fine, wonderful Sunday. Maybe you're going to church. Maybe you're going to the lake. Maybe you're going for a walk in the woods. Maybe you're going for a ride. Maybe you're going for a drive. Maybe you're going to see family and friends. Maybe you're just sitting at home watching TV. Maybe whatever you're doing is inconsequential. Because I really don't care what you're doing. I'm just letting you know I don't care. I have no... I have no care whatsoever. But good morning. I hope, like I said, you're doing well. But if not, well, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I, well, we got to roll the dice. <laughs> we got to roll the dice, baby. You never know what you're going to get every day. Life is like a box of fucking chocolates. Poorly made in some undeveloped country. Is that a razor blade? No, no, it's just a really sharp cherry stem that nobody plucked out of the cherry before they covered it in chocolate. Anyways, look, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, is it November yet? <laughs> oh, God. You know, just, just thinking about, let's just say hypothetically, you... You were president of the United States, okay? And you weren't a very good president. Let's just say you did a bunch of illegal shit throughout your life, okay? And somehow, mysteriously enough, by some act of God or a guy behind a computer in Russia, you become president of the United States of America, okay? Hypothetically, that happens to you. And you're not a very good person, okay? You've got your fingers on a lot of pies. You're a little dirty, you're a nasty little perverted fuckwad with a very low education and your whole life has been a front, a pretending veil of stupidity and ignorance. But you're okay with all that because you got money and you're famous and you figure everybody that has money and is famous like me must be a little fucked up in the head, right? You know, I mean, you might you might just justify how you are as a human being by justifying that you're rich and famous, and so therefore unaccountable for how you act. And let's just say, you, okay, so you become president of the United States, okay? You've got a jaded history. You're a sexual deviant. You cheat on your wives. You paid off porn stars to knock around your junk you're 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 a pathetic human being okay you're pathetic there's nothing really good about you all your children are fucking ass wipes none of your offspring have really been worth a shit you got nieces that know you better than most people writing books about you most of your life has been a a montage of Insanity and drugs and women and partying and wealthy lifestyles 
of the rich and, 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 and famously stupid would be your show if, if you had a chance to start a show. Like, Lifestyles of Rich and Famous. Remember Robert Leash? And we've got very rich people in beautiful homes. And we're going to visit them and we're going to talk to them. And we're going to, it's my name's Robin Leach. And we're going to visit these, we will not ever go see Donald Trump because he is a pompous ass. Sorry, poor impression of Robert Leach. God bless him, rest in peace. Um, but, you know, here, that's that's the deal. These are the fucking, these are the, I mean, you've won the presidency. You're a complete fucking asswipe, okay? All right? Are you still with me? Okay. Re-election time is coming. You've spent four years covering your ass, doing everything you can, defending your criminal behavior, defending everything that you are, defending who you are, defending your 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 total persona, your behavior, your your articles of insanity, everything everything that you for the last four years, that's basically all you've managed to do is protect yourself, and cover your ass, and tout and, and brag and pat yourself on the back and say, I'm a great man, even though I'm not. Requesting and asking for and demanding that people say wonderful things about you, even though they're not true. You demand loyalty, and if you don't get it, those people get blasted and defamed and knocked around. And re-election time's coming, and you realize that your base, the opportunity you had to win has dwindled down to a few hillbillies in the mountains. And the rest of America is disgusted with you and had enough. Four years of stupidity and shame is enough. And you're stuck in this quagmire, this predicament, where you need to win for some reason, even though you know you're not going to. You want victory because there's something at stake Something at stake, not your presidency, not your name, nothing now. It, none of that is that what's at stake. What's at stake is that some foreign country has got a fucking bucket full of dirt on you. And you have to win this re-election. You have to make it for eight years or they're going to release that information. All right, I know we're going into conspiracy territory, but the point is, is that I really firmly believe Russia... KGB at some point compromised Donald Trump. I firmly stand behind that belief. And I do believe in the PP tape or something to the equivalence. Because you've committed some sort of atrocity that would ruin you for life. Ruin everything that is Trump. Dismantle, destroy, and crumble all that is Trump. So therefore, you must win this election, and you're going to do whatever it takes to ensure victory, including trying to halt, falter, stall the election process, not to mention dismantle and try to install fear in a part of our election process called mail-in ballots. 
See, here's the thing. Right now, there's this thing called COVID-19. I don't know if you've heard of it. Or I don't know, maybe if you're aware of this thing. Some sort of virus. It's like it's like the flu. It'll go away soon. Don't worry. I don't know if you're aware of COVID-19 or not. If Maybe you're not informed of it. Maybe you've never heard of COVID or Corona or any of those things. And if not, I'm sorry because I'm not going to go into detail. But there's this thing called COVID-19. And it just happened to rear its ugly head this year. And it's continually and has not stopped. And it is affecting our nation. And the, and the guy that could have done something about it is a complete, utter fucking failure. So, therefore, this virus has taken hold and set root into the American world right before an election. And the safest thing you could do as an American right now, instead of standing in a line and and rubbing elbows and, 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 and touching face masks, would be to mail in your vote. It would be the most safest thing right now because of this thing called COVID-19. But, okay, you're still, you're president still, okay? You're president, you're a bad guy, all that shit, I just rambled off, okay? You know, all these horrible things, because you are, okay? It doesn't matter what your name is, we're just pretend, okay? We're pretend, pretend. Play along. You're president and you're a douchebag. Complete our douchebag. You're just a horrible fucking person, okay? All right. And you realize you're going to lose this election. You're going to lose in a landslide. In a landslide. There's no hope for you. So you are going to do what? To sit back and take it? Because remember, you're Donald... Well, you're not Donald Trump. You are whoever you are, but you're in Donald Trump's shoes. And you're... Okay, so you are Donald Trump, okay? Let's pretend you're Donald Trump. Fuck it. You are Donald Trump, okay? So, now you're Donald Trump. And you need to win this election. You have to win this election. And the only thing that stands in your way of winning this election are honest votes. The only thing standing in your way that's going to keep you from winning this election is freedom. And the ability to vote. And right now, the circumstances are just excellent. Excellent. The circumstances are beautiful. They're perfect. They're ripe for the picking. The circumstances are just perfectly aligned so you can manipulate the vote. Because we have this thing called COVID-19. So things are... The the planets are slightly aligned. you got Uranus and the other one all lined up in a row. We should just have a fucking planet called Penis. We're pretty close. We got Venus. Replace the V with a B. You got Uranus and Venus. Your penis. And they're aligned perfectly, ready for whatever Uranus and a penis might do. But, again, what's standing in your way of winning and standing in your way of victory is this wonderful thing called freedom and democracy. Now you can't you can't just destroy all that right away. You can't. No, I mean that would that would draw attention to your agenda. So what you want to do is take little nibbles around the corners and the edges. You're going to edge it. That's kind of a porn term, but I'm going to use it. You're going to edge. <laughs> if you don't know what edging is, go look it up. It's kind of like reaming, but not so much. Particularly, I have not experienced edging, and I'm looking forward to the day when I do. 
I think that I'm not that I'm a porn advocate. I'm just saying. From what I understand about edging, it's it's a beautiful thing. But anyway, so instead of destroying democracy all at one little with a sledgehammer and just destroying it and and drawing too much attention to your actual agenda and what's at hand and what's at stake and why you have to win and all this other blah, 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 blah. instead you take little nibbles. You're nibbling, okay? Instead of edging, no longer edging. You're nibbling. Whatever the hell you're doing, you're doing it, okay? And 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 this one particular little nibble, it it could spell disaster for you. But you're gonna nibble at it anyways. Obama said it best, and I'm gonna say it myself. Okay, the powers that be are focused. They're, they got their crosshairs set on the minor minority vote and vote by mail-in ballots. Something even the president himself, you, you're Donald Trump, remember? Something you even used yourself to vote in an election from a state of Florida that's not even your home state, so therefore you broke the law, but it's okay. We don't want to talk about it. For some reason, it's okay for the president to vote in a state that where he doesn't even really live. His home state, I thought, was New York City. But apparently, since, I don't know, but... So anyways, you're a fraud. You're, you're a piece of shit. You're a, a complete, utter fucking asswipe, moronic, douchebag, fuckwad. Okay, that's what you are. And you're trying to win this election. And you're trying to take these little nibbles around how you can manipulate the vote. And you focused on the minority vote, which is definitely wanting to vote you out. And you're focused on nibbling away at that prospect. But at the same time, during a epidemic, a pandemic, a horrible, horrible thing, a virus that's killing hundreds of thousands of Americans so far, you can use that to your benefit. But see, people need to use mail-in ballots because nobody wants to get sick, okay? Nobody wants to stand in line with a bunch of other people that may or may not have it. Nobody wants to spread it. Nobody wants to take the chance, okay? So there's this thing we're going to try to do. We're going to use masks and stuff and potentially vote by mail. Because our kids can't even go to school. So you know this. You know you know what America is planning to do, which is exercise our right to vote. You, you are trying to stall it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's what you're doing. You're attempting to stall it. But at the same time, at the same time, you are trying to stop the very one thing that has existed since the dawn of time. In America that has been an institution of America, a part of America, something that everybody six days a week looks forward to utilizing, having, checking on. And that's called the mail system, United States Postal Service. And the president of the United States, you, who is an inglorious fuckwad, knowing that you're going to lose, has found a way to circumvent and make something that has been a normalcy abnormal, something that's always been regarded as a pretty safe way to vote as being illegal, as being a fraud, as being uh, all these wonderful, horrible things that that you tried to paint the mail-in ballot system to be, even though it's been proven to be very secure. There's not a lot of room for people to manipulate the mail-in ballot. And right now, during a time of a pandemic, we need it more than ever, but You, the sitting president, that's a complete moronic douchebag 
who's trying to win an election that he cannot win is trying to undermine the very thing that's going to be utilized the most right now because of a pandemic caused by COVID-19. Can I just ask you a question, President, Mr. President? How moronic do you think the people are? Do you think everybody's just like you? Or do you think maybe it's possible there are some intelligent people out there that can see through what the fuck you're doing? And we realize and, 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 and are totally capable of understanding and comprehending what you're doing. And that's protecting your sorry little fucking hairy white blonde ass. Orange whatever, spray on tan ass, which I don't even think they spray your ass, whatever. Trying to protect yourself and you're making sure, or at least trying to make sure that you win this election by any means possible. And one of those means, unfortunately, is dismantling of one of the most safest ways we can vote during a pandemic. And you really think, Mr. President, that we're all as stupid as you think we are? Do we don't see what you're doing and we don't recognize it? And we're calling it out and saying that you're abusing your power of office to try to win an election? Mr. President, you're not a very good guy. But anyways, uh, you should know that because I've already told you and I explained it. I hope you played along because right now you have to think about a way how you're going to win an election if you're Donald Trump. How are you going to win an election that you can't win honestly? That you can't win by enticing people to vote for you because we know what we're going to get with you, a complete other fucking moronic douchebag. Or are you going to try to manipulate the vote and target the very people who you know aren't going to vote for you? Now, every Alabama fan might be willing to vote for you. Maybe every uh, Crimson Tide fan. Maybe every Florida Alligator fan. Florida Gators, you know, Seminoles. Maybe every NASCAR fan in the world might just vote for you. Might. But the rest of the world isn't. The rest of the world's ready to get you the fuck out of that office. So what are you going to do, Mr. Dirty, Rotten, Filthy, Nasty, Pathetic, Fuckwad of a President? What are you going to do? I tell you what, I'm going to go to this gas station, and I want you to just mull this over during our commercial break, which we don't have one, but we're going to pretend, because we're still in pretend mode, remember? You're pretending to be Donald Trump, and I'm pretending to be America. We'll be right back. Donald, just, just relax. You're okay. Just chill out. Have a seat, Mr. President. Just sit down. Deep breath. Sniff some Adderall. We'll be right back. How can Joe Biden be so far ahead of Donald Trump if swing voters favor the president? I'm Michael Smirconish in Philadelphia. Consider the following. There is a mountain of polling data that suggests that if the election were held today, Joe Biden would be elected the nation's 46th president and probably by a landslide. Take your pick. The latest Ipsos Reuters poll of registered voters has Biden up by nine percentage points. CBS YouGov poll of likely voters, Biden by 10. The Fox News poll of registered voters, Biden by eight. The Real Clear Politics average has Biden ahead by eight percentage points.
You know, I I firmly stand behind the idea there's way more to this election than just Trump wanting to win. It's almost like he has to win for whatever reason it might be. You know, he has to win. And I, I firmly ponder on the idea that there's more to it than just him wanting to stay president. We, 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 okay. You know, as a nation, we're divided. Obviously, we're divided into two parts. One part sees Donald Trump for the failure he is, and the other part refuses to acknowledge that he's a failure, even though he is. So, it's basically where we are as a nation. I mean, let's just be honest about it right now. That's where we are. As a, you know, on one side of the fence, you have Americans that see Donald Trump as a fucking moron. And the other side of the fence, we have people that see Donald Trump as a stable genius. <clears throat> um, so, you know, I'm, I'm perplexed. I'm perplexed by the idea that the same people who support Donald Trump and the same, you know, claim to love America and love their freedoms and all of that are willing to, willing to support a man who's running on a ticket of, I've got to win somehow, some way, even if it means taking away the freedom and the right that you have to vote. You're okay with trading your freedoms if it means that your party wins. That's like cheating at a football game. You know, Tom Brady really deflate the ball that much because it makes it easier to throw. I mean, I mean, I'm being serious. So, do we acknowledge his failure? No. We have people out there who still prop him up. That still place him on a pedestal. That still say... He's doing a great job, America. We need to vote for him because liberals and Democrats are trying to kill America. You, you realize we didn't have any of these problems before Donald Trump. I mean, I'm just saying, we didn't have an entire nation of people divided over one man. We're not divided over principle. We're not divided over morality. We're not divided over who we are as a nation, we're divided over whether or not you support or do not support a fucking moron. We're not divided on any other subject, material, or, or question. We're not divided over anything else. Oh, but we're divided over Christianity. We're divided over this. We're divided... All lead back to Trump. Trump has emboldened the division in this country, has fueled it, has given anchor, and that's not okay with me. He's emboldened hatred. When the fuck did white nationalists ever call a president their president? White supremacists calling any president their president. You got a guy like David Duke out there saying that Donald Trump is their president. That Donald Trump could come out and say, "Oh, he all, oh, I don't support him. David Duke. Who? I don't. I, I'm not a white supremacist. I'm not. I don't support that. No, no, no. I don't know any Nazis. I, I've never read Mein Kampf. 
But the bottom line is, the President of the United States is a fucking douchebag. That's the fucking bottom line. But when I say douchebag, that encompasses so much. That encompasses a lot. It encompasses his ineptitude. It encompasses his behavior. It encompasses who he is as a moron. It encompasses everything that Donald Trump is. But there are still people out there that support that. That still support this fucking moron. But there's no way to hide your support for him. If you support Donald Trump, you too might just be a moron. tend to not realize as a nation what perplexes us the most and has divided us is simply all attributed to one man's persona, one man's actions, inactions, his agenda, who he is as a person, his personality, the way he carries himself, his incharismatic, inglorious self, everything that is Donald Trump has caused this division. It's not something that was been the making. It's not something that's been coming for a while. No. And it's not just Democrats versus Republicans. It's more about intellectualism, intelligence, the ability to be able to understand, comprehend, and recognize one person's character and who he is as a human being. This division is not is not about party. It really isn't. Even though we're we're divided by party, that's not that's not the catalyst. That's not what that's not what's causing this division in this country. It's not party. It really boils down to intellectualism. It really boils down to intelligence. But see, you have this thriving parasite, this orange worm of insanity that's eating away at whatever's left of the intelligence on the right. And it's all based on whether or not they support or do not support the President of the United States. It's not based upon theocracy or morality or anything. It's based upon whether or not you're for or against a singular individual. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, if you're a lesbian or a bisexual, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or an independent or a Democrat, a libertarian, a centrist, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your skin color is white or black. It doesn't matter if you're Hispanic. It doesn't matter if you're Asian. That's not what's dividing this country. 
America's being divided by a singular individual. Think about that. Just, just think about that. Just mull that over in your gray matter. Think about that for a few moments. What are we divided over? What are we divided over? What are we dividing ourselves with? What are we standing on and and, and spouting off about? What are we fighting for? What are we fighting over? On the right, they're going to have you believing that you're fighting for democracy. On the right, they have you believing that you're fighting for your children's right to freedom and you know and all that shit from everything from a spirit from america needing to be you know there's no such thing as a safe place would you rather have freedom or safety all this all these arguments all these deliberate attacks that are upon what we would consider intelligence you don't have to be a genius you don't have to be a genius You don't have to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to work for fucking NASA to see Donald Trump for what he is. You just have the ability to recognize the characteristics of a problem. You just have to be able to recognize Donald Trump for what he is. See, this isn't a battle over color of skin. This is a battle about intelligence, about your ability to dismantle, recollect, recognize, decipher, and choose to see a man for what he is. This isn't, this isn't about the media. This isn't about fake news. This isn't about one side of the equation telling you he's bad while the other side's telling you he's good. This is about your ability as a human being to make a choice about how you support a person based solely upon his character, his depth, his persona, his soul. This isn't about anything else. This isn't about anything else at all. This is solely about how you perceive the president of the United States, whether you're a fucking idiot or whether you're not a fucking idiot. That's what the division in this country is really solely based on. We look at it, we use all the other attributes, all the other problems, all the other labels and and, and, and detonation, detonation, donations of, of uh, or, we use all these other things to cover up the true reason why we're divided. It's not about race. It's not about what's going on in our society. It's about one singular person. Whether or whether not. You support Donald Trump. That is the catalyst for the division in this nation. Pray to God. Pray to whoever. Pray to Buddha. Pray to a blade of grass, a petunia. I don't care what you pray to, a sweet potato. Pray to it. Pray. 
Make a little shrine. Make Mr. Potato Head a, a, a god in your house. I don't care what you do. Whether you believe in God or not, I don't care. Whether you're agnostic or an anachronic, whatever, fuck whatever you are. Anarchist. Whatever you might be. Pray to God. Or whatever. Sweet potato. That Donald Trump is voted out in November because this nation, this nation cannot survive another four years under Donald Trump. And I say that because it's the truth. We will not survive as a nation under Donald Trump. This division that we've experienced for the last four years, this empowerment of hate, this everything and everything that we have experienced for the last four years is only going to get worse. It's only going to multiply. It's only going to continue. It's only going to be worse and worse and worse and worse for another four fucking years. What we've seen happen to this nation in four years is the halfway point of what's at the end of all this bullshit. And so far, we are not doing very good as a nation under Donald fucking Trump. And if you deny what you've seen for the last four years and still think that that man is good for this nation, I beg to differ. You want America to be great again? Vote this cocksucker the fuck out of the Oval Office. You believe in MAGA? Don't vote for that fucking asshole. You believe in this nation. You believe in this country. You believe in everything that's American and your rights and all of that. You believe in this country. You love America. Then a vote for Donald Trump is a vote for the end of this nation. Look what he has done in four years. Look what this president, this sitting president, has done to this beloved country in less than four years. Look what he has done to our nation. Look what he has done to your family. People don't even sit down for dinner anymore because we're divided over a single individual. We're not divided by morality. We're not divided by our beliefs, our religions. We're divided by whether or not we support this asshole. <clears throat> and if we continue to allow him to have the power to divide us, if we give him another four years of this power that he's had, this ability, this enchantment, if you will, to do the damages that he has done to this nation, both internationally and at home, if we allow that to happen again, if we give him another four years, this nation will never be the America that we believe in again. It will not survive under Donald fucking Trump. I promise you. I promise you. No matter what the propagandists out there say, no matter the Mark Levins, the Sean Hannity, the Glenn Becks, the Billy Mitchells, the fucking bullshit artists that thrive, that thrive on supporting this asshole. No matter what you hear, no matter what you see, remember one fucking thing. Look what he has done in four short years. A vote for Trump is a vote for four more years of this bullshit in this division.
remove the tick from the backside of humanity, pluck him out, and get rid of his ass. Otherwise, we're just going to continue to see the same problems, and they're going to get worse and worse and worse because he cannot lead this nation. He cannot lead this nation, and he is a failure of a human being and a sitting president. Recognize it, accept it, and vote it out in November. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed-off American podcast radio. And your host, your voice of reason during times of treason, Jeff Kaufman. Enjoy your Sunday, America. God bless. Stay strong. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And fight for what you believe in. Vote them out. Hoo-ah.